Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Not Picard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. Yes, it is. It's the Full Force Weekly. Welcome, Pat. How are you doing, buddy? It's been a week since I saw a couple of weeks since I last saw you on the show. Yes, it, it has been a little while. It's been, uh, you know, we've had one reason or another that we haven't both been on every single time. And last week I was just at Assembly Required was the only reason why I wasn't there. Did you have a good time? I did. Yeah, it's as always. Assembly Required is a good time every single time. <laughs> 60% of the time it works every time. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I did miss... Uh, I, I missed assembly required. It's, it's probably my I noticed. favorite. A lot of people noticed. A lot of people were asking me where you were, and it's like, well, he's busy. Well, he's got better things to do. Is that what you told them? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be doing shout outs at the end for all that. So you can you can shout out all the people you hung out with and all the cool stuff, and you can tell us all about it. Then um, there hasn't been a massive amount of news this week, but thanks to us and getting lots of um, you know code words and all sorts in we've kind of got one hell of an episode to get stuck into really still haven't we that's awesome okay let's do it let's do it you're right let's do it uh first up then and starting with a little bit of exclusives for store exclusives for target and walmart In terms of your usual weekly news, we didn't have a great deal to get stuck into this week. However, a number of store exclusives have started to show up in both Walmart with Shooter, Molrat and the Crimson Alley Viper, and Target with the Python Officer Trooper Officer appearing prior to its official shelf date of November 26th. In addition to that, we were sent a stack of brand new listings and we were able to decode some of them, which turned out to be quite the volume of information. So let's get stuck into Pat's favourite subject matter. <laughs> I had to throw that in at the end. I'm sorry. Um, uh, also, do you like the fact I do not call it the Cobra Officer? I have to call. Oh, it the Cobra I love officer. the fact that you that you acknowledge that it's the Officer Trooper Officer. <laughs> that's what it is. It's the it Officer Trooper Officer. Hundred. That's got to be the name now. The Cobra Officer Trooper Officer. Um, anyway, yeah. So we. This is the first bit of news uh, that we had in the classified sphere, Pat. Uh, and that is that we're seeing stuff turning up already in, uh, well, in Walmart. Uh, I'm going to put this one up and just ask you a quick question here. What do you think? Do you think they're clearing these out purposefully or do you think that's an accident? No, this happens all the time in Walmart with, with various toys that they get a little bit confused whenever something comes in. If it's not listed as the current item somehow, yeah, uh, it'll actually get, if it shows up <clears throat> on the floor too early, it'll sometimes get clearanced out. I've actually... You know, gotten lucky and found some things that way. I think that's how I got Hound from the Transformers Siege. Like, no, the the studio the series line that's based on the '86 movie. Uh, studio series. No, the reissue line, the Generation <laughs> One mold. Ah, in movie I'm with you now. Yeah, there's just so much to buy. See what it is. Which Hound? We're talking. You know, you can just talk about a bazillion things, but. That's, so I think I got him. I got I got um the Skeletor on the flocked Panthro for the Mega Constructs line for like oh nice four nice. or five dollars at the time that it came out when it should have been like fifteen. Yeah, there's just a bunch of stuff that they'll just clearance out as soon as it shows up. 
So I think that's what this is. So sometimes if you see clearance this early on, it just means, hey, expect these in the next month at your Walmart at full price. Because even, even though we are, have been seeing a lot of clearance stuff with the classified series to make way for all the new stuff uh, that's going to come coming through, this did seem a little bit premature, even for the, the kind of current climate we're in with, with in terms of the G.I. Joe classified series. So uh, in any case, Walmart, they are showing up. I do have mine. Massive shout out, by the way, to In Demand Toys for hooking me up here. Um, thanks, Nick. Much appreciated, dude. Um, I have obviously told him that I will be um, pulling back on the uh, on the purchases for the next couple of months, so probably a bit longer, while um, while we're you know we've, we're moving into a new house. So uh, he just happened, you know, but he still went ahead and thank you very much, buddy. Much appreciated. You're a, you're an absolute star. So um, yeah, get you get yourself a friend like Nick at In Demand Toys. That's what that's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, also, shout out to everyone in the comments, by the way. Uh, completely ignoring everyone at the moment. Sorry. Um, yeah, thanks for... Yeah, get all your comments in, get all your questions in, and we'll see if I can get to them uh, as and when they pop up. Um, anyway, we've also we've also seen the Cobra Officer Trooper Officer Pat show up in Target. Now, this apparently is a little bit premature. Uh, November the 26th is a, the, the technical street date for this one, but it did show up, I believe, in Omaha, Nebraska, um like a little bit early are you um i don't know we've not to ask you here but um yeah there you go anything to add uh to the uh, officer trooper officer soldier officer no <laughs> you were just happy that i called it that aren't you? The, the officer squad leader trooper officer soldier officer yeah <laughs> whatever throw a few keep, others in there keep adding to dreadnought what um python patrol dreadnought you what what's going on uh, Iron Grenadiers, uh, the trooper officer, Cobra trooper officer. Infantry yeah, I, I have nothing to add other than, you know, I, I do like what they were trying to do with with fixing the names. I really appreciate that. It's it's funny that it, it went so wrong, but, but I do appreciate we, the effort. Can we, we do need to talk about that particular specific detail. The fact, I, when I even spoke to Lenny and Emily about this, they were kind of like they were. They they thought it was quite funny. I think after the fact, but uh, you could tell there was like a you know it. They were trying to fix that. They yeah. did the Cobra officer as the Cobra officer, you know, uh, originally, but like in the actual figure as opposed to the name that it was given. They were trying to fix that error. They got it right half right, and then they bring out another officer, and it's just like as I said before, just call him Forlom. <laughs> yes. This this does feel to me like the biggest curse in the G.I. Joe action figure world. Like the, there's never you're never going to escape the error curse of the Python Patrol, are you? Yeah, it feels like the only way to get it absolutely for sure right would be to put them in the same wave. Yeah. But that's then, so true. But but who wants to have the two uh army builder, like the most troop builder like characters i don't know i guess i guess all most most of python patrol is troop builders because you also have, head, yeah yeah so yeah i don't know I, I don't know why it's like that it's just hilarious isn't it anyway that was the the kind of little bit of news in terms of uh stuff showing up on pegs 
Um, also, shout out to a toy kind of mood and Travis, um, who did a uh, Travis Moody to give him his full name, who gave uh, gave us a wicked general hawk review. Uh, that'll be in the shout outs as well. But I'm just throwing that in there right now because that was a little bit of uh, he in hand first, I believe. I don't think anyone else. I haven't seen any other general hawk reviews, which is pretty cool. Sorry, just a knock on the door. Uh, I did. By the way, our heating has gone out. Just a full disclosure: our heating's gone out. I asked specifically not to come at one between one and two thirty, and they're here at ten past one. <laughs> classic, classic manoeuvre. Anyway, moving on, and I'll pretend that that didn't happen, or you can hear stuff in the background. Yeah, I can hear it, but that's okay. It's all right. Just ignore it. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Anyway, let's move on. Decoded listings is the next one. Now, this is um, this is where it gets really, what's the word, um, kind of like... Boring? Shock. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is where Pat just like, oh, see you later. I can take some guesses. Back. I can take guesses this week at who things are. That's true. That's very true. You, well, also let's let's also face it, Pat. We know a lot more than uh, we're letting on here. So I'm just I'm going to I'm just going to put that out there straight away. But there are things that we don't know, so that's totally fair to say. Um, anyway, let's have a look at what we've got now. Obviously, to start off with, um, we've got all the basics that we're, we've already covered. These Wes Milton is Shadow Tracker confirmed. Uh, Tennyson Wolf Spider. Yep. Night Force Tunnel Rat was Chekhov. We can check that of the list. Yeah. Every time, without fail. Um, Poe is Copperhead. Boom. Uh, Dahl is uh, the... <laughs> I've even written it on there, mate. I should have put another officer at the end of it, shouldn't I? I've even written Python Patrol Officer Trooper on there, which is great. Um, and, of course, Nabokov is Televiper and the Cobra Flight Pod. So that's cool. Um, then, of course, we've got Mutton Junkyard as Dastardly Pet, Metalhead as Captain Caveman Deluxe. We've got Velma... Uh, as Vamp with the clutch. And then we've got come to our first point of discussion. Now, originally, Pat, and I know you were aware of this because I told you pretty much straight away, but um, we got information very early on that Retro Smurfette, Retro Papa, and Retro Gargamel were going to be Scarlet Duke and Cobra Commander, respectively. Now, of course, that seems to have been either an error, a miscommunicated error in the first place, or maybe it was changed. I don't know, but it's very doubtful. Usually the Lyman plans don't change where they move word, like code words around. Right. Yeah, the code word usually will probably stick with what it is so that they can keep track of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it turns out that Gargamel is almost certainly Recondo. So if, if you have, haven't seen the videos yet, you can check them out. Uh, they're on the channel. They're uh, decoded listings and decoded listings update. And that kind of takes you through all of the, the these little kind of points, basically. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's kind of important to make that distinction and uh, explain why that was a, an error in the first place. Um, and then, of course, Tom and Jerry are the 60th anniversary action soldier. And uh, I believe this is called the Re Action Recon Diver, which is pretty cool. Uh, but I think that's been that was said in the in the live event as well, I believe. But um, looking forward to those. They look really cool. Those figures. Um, mm. I wasn't I wasn't with you, Pat, when we were discussing these as reveals you haven't really we haven't really talked about these have we no we haven't what were your what are your thoughts well i find it interesting if they're calling it now the action recon diver are they holding the action sailor name for a potential more classic release because 
I mean, I'm of two thoughts. I really was kind of looking forward to a classic treatment of those original G.I. Joe characters. I yeah. always, to be honest, what I really want is like a Hot Toys style treatment of the original action soldier. In I know Fallen. what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Like, that's that's yeah. what I would absolutely love to have. But Super upgrade in the 12-inch scale, basically. Yes, absolutely. Make it look like a real person, but still the same guy that that one kind of looks like. You just know, make, make it, it a real like person. A person. Just make it a real person. An actual yeah, but human. I want it to look like, oh, I can look <laughs> at it and still tell that it's that original G.I. Joe. I, yeah. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'm certain that the talent that I've seen sculpting some G.I. Joe figures can make that happen. Yeah. So I, I would love to see a 12-inch one like that. But uh, this is really cool. I, I think that it's moment to shine was that section where you saw him uh, as the passenger in the van oh yes oh god that was amazing yeah wasn't it? because the thing is like it, th there's a bit of a a problem in the gi joe story universe of it's cool to have them be a small team yeah then you keep on adding things piecemeal and suddenly it's like well they have an aircraft carrier and a space shuttle <laughs> but they're a tiny craft <laughs> unit of it's like Dude, wait, huh it's a small budget though it's a small budget for the space shuttle it's only like 20 bucks i think yeah yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's <laughs> it gets crazy. So I like this because not every figure released needs to be like a specific G.I. Joe team member in the file. It is great to have just the military support also yeah. with them. Yeah. And the, the way that they're doing this and the we know that there'll be quality figures. Um, well, I, I'm hoping some of the accessories get worked out because that uh harpoon gun on on torpedo mine just i can't yeah i can't keep it from being bendy so it would Although, be nice. mine mate is 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 like an arrow now and oh, I, just, really? I, I utilized heat you can see like an, a slight okay you used heat to get it fixed yeah yeah because it'll go back to its original position if you heat it yeah um it's just and i could also see the argument for that one in particular because there are parts that would the, of it that would snap if it was too rigid. Totally, totally. Um, but there are accessories that need to be I more would say, rigid that aren't. I would say though that it doesn't have to be like mega like solid. When the first few like rifles and stuff made sense, they were they nice did, and sturdy, yeah. but they weren't. They yeah. weren't. You know, they're like, not going to snap if you bend them, but they're not going to bend crazily. My my steel brigade figures, the tips of the the guns are just bent just a little bit, and it's enough that as they're standing there. It looks a little bit weird. Yeah. So it would be nice if they were if they went back to that original, more rigid accessories. That aside, what I'm getting at is that these things I think will be pretty solid. And um, you know, I don't know that I'm gonna pick them up right away, but I'm really glad that they're making them just because I'm dialing back on so much because too much is coming out too fast. Yeah, totally. And I'm with you on all of that, all those points, mate. One thing I I would do want to say is that Mark was on the show. And we were talking about these, Mark Seddon, shout out to Mark Seddon, mm -hmm. um, talking Joe. And um, that we were told in the comments, have you seen, the, uh, we were talking about all the accessories and they said, what about the, the dog tags? And we're like, the what? And they're like, the, the dog tags. And we, we could not for the life of us on the image find the dog tags. They were like, almost like hidden, almost camouflaged 
it was and and it honestly we were we must have been on here for about 10 minutes trying to work out where they were on the image and eventually it kind of even when we were told exactly we were given coordinates to find them on the image like between this this and this i'm like i can't see it but then i found the first one and then um funny enough mark was then struggling to find them after that but it was it was just went on for hours but anyway the fact they come with little dog tags is really awesome as well like i love that yeah, yeah, I like the fact that they're doing that. Um, it ties them back to the originals really nicely. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. I, I, I didn't even realize the significance then. What an idiot! Of course, they had the dog tags in the twelve-inch line. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. I just thought it was like a nice little touch. But of course, it's got it's got. I don't know. <laughs> Such an idiot sometimes. Um, anyway, that's awesome. Um, a lot I'm of people in the comments see their thumbs. Oh like, yeah. Are they gonna yeah. are they gonna sculpt a, a thumbnail on the opposite on the back, side of that thumb? On the other side, yeah, on yeah. the inside, yeah. yeah. Uh is it gonna be Bob's hand? Is another question, isn't it? Oh well, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, because his were the kung fu grip, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bob Bob, yeah, or the um gripping hand as it was known in the in action action man. But yes, um anyway. Then we get some leak listings. People are, are going nuts in the comments at the moment saying, like, what about this? What about that? We'll get to them, guys. I'm just being very methodical with this uh, particular episode. So um, then, of course, we get the black and red Techno Viper with the SMS. That's going to be Shaggy VEH. We know that. And we also know that Raptor is going to be a deluxe figure and is the basically the Frankenstone DLX uh, listing, as you can see at the top there. Um, excited. And we, we did speak about Raptor, didn't we, Pat? Um, yeah, multiple birds. He needs multiple birds. Multiple birds. He needs that stand. I've got a feeling he's going to have some vibes of that Zartan from uh, either Rise or Pursuit. I think it was Pursuit, wasn't it? Pursuit of Cobra, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think there might be some elements of that thrown in there. What do you think? I think that it's going to... I think that it'll feel similar until we have it in hand. I, I don't know if the if it was the color of that one or what it may have been exactly that felt like rap well the inclusion of the bird obviously yeah but i i think that it'll i think it's going to look feel different once once we actually see it yes um sorry i'm just looking at some comments as we're moving uh, i'm really wondering also whether or not they're going to go with the colors uh like you have on screen as he appears often in the comics in that that lighter color or if he'll be more like the toy with a with a hook cowl over his head as being dark brown yeah like it was like the cowl was dark brown and the kind of like tips were dark brown but the actual wings were that kind of light color with the pattern on it wasn't it yeah, yeah. so this, yeah. i think that was just an earl nor that was earl norm i think on that cover i think so yeah because it's one of the um it's one of the books i think um yeah the kind of young adult like novel ones i think it's not one of the find your fate ones. I, I think I specifically think it's one of the maybe Ballantine. I can't remember what they're called, but anyway, um, yeah, that I believe is an El Noran piece, and I think he would do. You know, he would he would he would definitely embellish or artistic interpretation would come into it a bit, wouldn't it, with Earl? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, but but in a, in such a positive way oh, that God. who, who knows what the what the final item is going to look like. Earl Norum is up there with some of my favorite artists, I've got to say. He did phenomenal work on the Joe line and on the cards as well. He did a lot of file card, uh, card artwork as well. Um, obviously, Hector Greedo's a legend. He's going to always be, you know, he, he, associated. Greedo defined G.I. Joe. 100%. He defined it. 
Uh, and everyone followed what he did after that, put their own spin on it, what have you. But Earl Norham, for me, has got to be up there with him and Doug Hart, actually. But yeah. um, mm. like those those three stand out to me. And I, let's throw Adam Riches in the mix as well, because obviously he's done a lot of card art for the, uh, the G.I. Joe line as well. Um, anyway, shout out to Adam. Um, so yeah, that is those two. That's pr pretty obvious. But then we get the next one, which is Scooby VEH, and that is the Cobra Ferret with Pat. And we can, like, th this is in the listing, with the Cobra Ferret Scout. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, that's what the character is named then? That's what the character's named, yeah. The Ferret Scout. Okay. Yeah. So um, that'll be the figure and vehicle scenario there. Oh, heating's back in, in the play. Heating just kicked in, if you can hear that. Um, <laughs> it's like the li it's like a live stream of our heating fix, isn't it? It's quite weird. Um, anyway, Cobra Ferret with the Cobra Ferret. Yeah, you know, I, can, I can enjoy that, actually. That kind of fits with um, the naming convention of the time. Like, you know, later on, you had vehicle drivers would have, like, whatever Viper, or they would have specific names, like Decimator. Yeah. But early on, it was like Stinger Driver, his yeah. Driver. Yeah. So now you have, I mean, it, it's not Driver, but it makes sense that they might be doing some sort of advanced recon or something. And uh, Ferret Scout, yeah, I like that. It works. And I'm still pretty, like, I I'm convinced this is going to be a female figure based on, like, this particular artwork. Yeah. Yeah, and I, think, I think you're correct. And we've seen the helmet very close as well, which looks phenomenal, actually. I think it's a really awesome addition to the line, to the brand, that, like, just that motorcycle helmet with the fangs on it. It's kind of like, it's funny because it doesn't look like it's got, it doesn't look like it's got, like, snake motif on it, if that makes it. It just looks like an actual motorcycle helmet. But then when you really look at it, you've got these, like, sharp fangs on the on the visor and everything, which is really neat. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to uh, to see what that figure looks like properly. I mean, we've, we've effectively seen most of it here, but that's the Scooby VEH, guys, for those that have got their spreadsheets out and are filling it all in as they go. Now. Now, we're getting into unknown next. Is that right? That's, that's going to be correct. Snake Eyes, right? That... <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to say Snake Eyes on unknown, are you? Let's see. Well, it has it... To be. That's who unknown is, right? Let's, let's see. Let's see who it is. It's Norga Hyden Boar. So this is what Snake Eyes version 937 as Norgahide in yeah, disguise. Snake Eyes yeah. as Norgahide. And Timber in disguise as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's Timber's hair coming out the top. It's, it's a late Halloween thing. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Okay, so this I am, I've got to say, mate, I'm so excited for this. Um, one thing that gets me really excited about Classified is the larger animal companions. And I have a feeling this boar could be some next level awesomeness. So do we know that this isn't a deluxe though, or a figure with pet? It is a figure with pet. Okay. We know it's a yeah, this... sure that it's not going to be, you know, a tiny, like tiny boar. <laughs> a baby yeah. boar. Uh yeah, so I should I should be I should be specific here. Yes, we know so the the listing is is specifically written G I J C S Norgahide with boar and then all the numbers that follow suit. So um, we are aware that it's a it's a figure and pet, but in the same way that there's a couple more unknowns that we get to later, um, and I say unknowns, unknown internal code word, which is weird. Like we sometimes we will get listings that will just have the name on it rather than an, an I'm going to keep guessing word. Snake Eyes though, and eventually I'll be right. 
Well, eventually you'll be right. Um, I think. <laughs> I think. Um, I'm trying to the think. Future, there will be more code names, and eventually one of them will be Snake Eyes. <laughs> I will be right. So you're technically right already because there are unknown code words that we don't know about to come, and one yeah, of them is going to be Snake Eyes. I probably am right. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Um, Pat always likes to play the odds on this one, don't you, mate? Um, so anyway, Norga Hyde and Bohr, so excited for this one. I think the Bohr, like I said, is going to be phenomenal. And, you know, I'm expecting like rings in the nostrils. I'm expecting the the uh, the, the mohawk, all that good stuff. Are you are you excited for this? I'm more excited for the animal. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. They've been doing a really nice job with the animals. I think that in the vintage line, uh, the animals were always a, a big seller of the figure. If the figure came with an animal. That was a reason to buy it. And one of the things I always wanted was for some of them to be articulated. We got that in like the retaliation era of GI Joe, like a, a, an articulated timber. I, yeah. I loved getting that stuff in four inch form. Um, but I have to say that the animals that they've put out, like, yeah, it was, I was really, really feeling something. I was missing my dog when I saw the images of junkyard and it's like, oh mate well yeah but it does it, it makes like, me snuggle phoebe it, trust me don't i understand to how well they are capturing the the spirit of animals inside the six inch line they're doing a really good job with those and i appreciate that when you, you say know, the spirit they, of animals you mean freedom <laughs> right but i mean it, it's a different thing when you have to uh approach another animal you know the animal they're usually doing is human so you know the um, the way that we move and 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 the articulation of humans and the the anatomy of a human, whereas if you're going to do a boar, you're going to have to learn that musculature yeah. and get it right. Yeah. So it's interesting that they keep on doing these because that's a task. You know, that's that's asking a lot of the person who's planning out how you know the the sculpt sheets and the sculptor to learn all that to get it right. And they keep on doing such a phenomenal job with it. So it's so, so true. Good job them. It's so true. You don't even think about that. This isn't an animal. Yeah. It's not Schleich. This isn't like some sort of animal line. This is this is a, a predominantly uh, action figure kind of line. So yeah, you, you're almost like these additional extras. Like Fiona was above and beyond. Timber, yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was like figure of the year. Timber, like you know, just all, all these like in like extras that go into that just that, that one aspect just make it so much more enjoyable um yeah, yeah so th i think this is going to be an absolute winner sean says should come with little piggies like fiona had her babies i think that is absolutely genius yeah, sean I, I agree i love that thank you very much for your comment um this is quite funny leon says at least they didn't call her quad viper in response to the cobra ferret good point um is the scout male or female paisano we're guessing it's a female figure. That's what we're guessing at the moment. Um, 84 Rain says, love how much Pat hates the code words. So I do funny. hate some code words. Does he hates them? You see, we're, we're completely, this is, this is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. When I get code words, all I think of is, right, let's run these numbers by what we have. And like, I'm getting all like detective with it, trying to work out like when they're coming, what point, what makes the most sense. And Pat's like, just tell me what they are. I, I wait now until I've deciphered a lot of things before I tell Pat this stuff. It's it's hilarious. Um, another good point from Leon. We know from Metalhead Box that it's classic colors, Norgahide. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I will say, Leon, that I only use this image just for cleanliness sake. 
the the card art if you haven't noticed on Norgahide's card art most of it's covered by the bubble because the amount of stuff he comes with the bore that comes with it so like a lot of Norgahind is kind of like not you know some of him is covered you know version most, one yeah the the yeah. first the first vintage figure and then most of the wild and most of his bore is is covered as well and one other thing I'm going to throw out here Pat is something we've discussed in the past um in if you go to the wiki of Norgahide, because I'm doing a let's talk classified Norgahide video at the moment, so it's, it's I'm having to do a lot of research on this one. But um, it says on there specifically in the wiki that his that his bore is called Clyde, but there's nowhere in that I can find in any media in that you know prior to that that point when that was written in the wiki, I can't see any mention of that being the bore's name. The only Clyde that I can find is just the name of Norgahide for the modern seven pack. Yeah, so could it just be a, a mistake? I, I don't know. Um, that's where it would be really nice that the wiki had like references listed for that because, you know, it, it could be like um, it, it's a wiki, so it could be like Henry Winkler and Street Sharks. Yeah. Yeah, you know the, where the somebody fake, fake fact or yeah, 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 somebody inserted a fake fact, a fake fact into the internet, which is just a falsehood into the internet to see how it would echo years later, and it's still out there. I mean, the guy's not in Street Sharks, but that was intentionally done, and the person that did it actually wrote an article in the last couple of years about how he did that and how it's funny that, and I don't find it funny, you know, that fake, fake uh, information is out there. I, yeah. I, and I'm not accusing anyone of doing that. It's just maybe there was a mistake, and I don't want to repeat that as fact. So it could be a mistake. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, Leon says he's definitely called Clyde somewhere else. I can't, I can't recall where. It's not false. Um, the problem is I have not found it anywhere. I've looked at every media, every single thing. I don't uh, remember this question from... in in the original Real American Hero run. I. I thought that he appeared like first in uh, the Devil's Do stuff. Yeah, he's not he's not in the Real American Hero run at all. Again, that's something I had to check. Um, I basically looked at every issue from like '88 onwards, wow. just to make okay. yeah. I, I literally skim read every single wow. issue. Um, but yeah, that's um, that. To answer your question, Ray, yeah, he doesn't appear in the Real American Hero run. Um, although Diana says yes, he and Cross Country had a feud. Really, Diana? Because as far as I'm aware, oh, unless you mean, unless you're talking IDW, in which case he does appear in the IDW run. He doesn't appear in the Marvel run. I should be clear on that one. Apologies, guys. He doesn't appear in the Marvel or Real American Hero issues. He does appear in IDWs. Apologies. Right. Thank you, Diana, for okay. making me clarify that. Um, uh, Leon says, who else cares about code words when there's dog tags to be found? That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. And then Diana mentions, is it uh, somewhere in a cartoon? I don't so, remember the the boar showing up in Deke at all. He's not in the Deke cartoon as well. Yeah. He's not. Oh, Diana says he's in Marvel. Can I don't remember that. You're gonna have to tell us what issue it is, Diana, because I read every single one to try and find him. Every single one. Let us know what issue it was, and I'll uh, and I'll uh, check it out and uh, correct myself on that one. Anyway, uh, yeah, Ray meant one to one fifty-five. Yeah, that's what I, I assumed it was because, I, like I said, I looked at like every single issue to try and ascertain if he'd been in it. 
Uh, okay, Diana's looking it up now. Thank you, Diana. Okay, let's move on then. We'll come back to Norgahide and his boar, but very excited for that one. Next up is Fred Deluxe. Now, we don't know what that is. What are you going to guess, Pat? Are you going to guess Snake Eyes on this one? No. Uh, DLX, that's Roman numerals again. You know, you got Fred the Seventh is VII. Fred DLX, that's Fred 560. <laughs> it's clear as day. This is a Crimson Guard from the future. Please. <laughs> Please tell me it, you, you think it's going to be a Crimson Guard with just an alternate head. Sure. Brilliant. It's going to be a travesty because I really do love that helmet. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a wicked... I mean, I'd like that, um, but that's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that's not the, an that, that's not the answer. I'm not, I'm not, I don't truly... Uh, if somebody's just tuning in, I don't want them to think that I really... Yeah, he's, not that, he's not that much of a fool, guys. Yeah, Leon, we know that Norgahide is called Clyde in his modern re-release. We know that, but we don't know... What we're saying is we don't know whether Clyde is the boar's name because the only time it comes up in anything is on the wiki. And I, I haven't been able or to find it. Or it comes up somewhere else that we're just not finding. Not so, yeah, it might do. But again, I've, I've looked at everything recently and can't find any inclination that he was called Clyde. This is why I just need to start with the original issue and read everything and watch everything all over again. With the constant, like, taking yeah. screenshots every time something interesting comes up. That is right, yes. Yeah. Um, that's what I always forget to do. And do you know what I always, I, I, I tend to do this thing as well where I'll be watching a cartoon and go, oh, I need that screenshot, but then I can't go be back bothered to it. now. I'll, yeah. I'll remember where it is. Right. Do I buggery? Um, yeah. So that's yeah. So we don't know who Fred DLX is now. I will say we really don't know who Fred DLX. This is one of those ones we can't tell you about. We really don't know who he is uh, or she. So because again, they're not. It's one of those things with the the code words. Kamakura was Miranda. Uh, so there's always this kind of like you know, it's never it's never on the nose technically. Um, Anywho, let's move on. Diana's still struggling to find it. I don't think you will, Diana. I genuinely don't think you'll find it in the Marvel run. I looked on in every issue and couldn't find anything. Um, anyway, the Haslab Dragonfly is known as Jabberjaw, but we did know this because this was one of the code words that popped up um, before the Haslab Dragonfly kicked off. So we got, you know, when it was all leaked and we had like a few um, you know, we had the leaks of what was coming the next event for what it was. Uh, Jabberjaw was on the list, and I think Jabberjaw was like also. I think we talked about it as the uh, the name for the dragonfly after the fact. So that's not really anything new, but it might be new to you. So I thought I'd throw it in there just in case. So with that out of the way, and that is really just. Yeah, I think that's just an internal code in general. Like it's not something that you, we're not going to see this at retail effectively. Um, anyway, next up, Pat, we have Flintstone, Barney, Wilma, Rosie. Any guesses before we move on? <laughs> um, Rosie's a robot, so that's going to be a new bat. Of course. Um, no, I, Fl Flintstone, that'll be, that'll be Flint and Lieutenant Stone matched up. <laughs> like too bad. Barney, that's going to be, that's going to be the Phantom Brigade Barnstormer. Because he comes from a barn. Brilliant. And, and Wilma, I don't know, maybe the guy from the Rocketeer. You are incorrect on all oh, of what? I know. Can you believe it? Can you believe it, Pat? Uh, Big Boa is Flintstone. Uh, Airborne is Barney. Or to give him his full name, it's Franklin 
airborne tall tree so he's going to get a full like long old name scenario i'm guessing because airborne might be taken up by a transformer trademark possibly or maybe they just want to be clear on which airborne it is that's actually a really much better point than i just stated yeah yeah that's very clear thank you pat um yeah so that is going to be that is going to be 100 franklin e tall tree which is cool wilma is quick kick so uh and techno viper is Rosie. You weren't far off with your thoughts for Rosie being a robot because I mean it kind of looks like Rosie, doesn't it? Not does the Techno Viper look a little bit like Rosie? Yeah, I mean, sure, I guess. He's he looks a little robotic. There you go. Um and it, well, not that Wilma looks anything like Quick Kick, but um yeah, anyway, that is the the now this technically this little group of figures are four of the five figure wave for that period. Uh, we believe this is, actually, I'm not sure when this is. Um, this might be middle of the year. I think we might be looking at summer releases here, guys, for this stuff, like kind of like in the June, July kind of area. Uh, but it's all very, it, this is all a bit of guesswork at the moment, a bit speculative on that one. So don't take my word for it for now. But just to give you an idea. Um, oh, RKW's put, made a good point here, Pat. Just going back to Fred quickly. Maybe Freddy's Battle Armor Cobra Commander. I did say that before we started, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, it, it could be. That'd be a really cool um, way of uh, having a, a little bit of a laugh. It yeah. would actually, because it's, yeah. it's a, well, I mean, a deluxe figure would be pretty cool for that Cobra Commander as well. Like maybe the the like parts would come off or something. I don't know. Yeah, we had we had Dick Dastardly referring to Mutton Junkyard, Mutt and, Jun and he, he came with you know he's buddies with Muttley. Yeah. So they, they could actually be um, dropping not hints, but almost in jokes. That, I think that function as hints within I think the you, Yeah, that could be. I think you could also throw in Jabberjaw as a joke there for the Dragonfly because it was obviously leaked very early on. And I think Jabberjaw might be the 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 kind of like play on words they've used for that. If you know Oh what I mean. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so Fred, that could be that could be a good one. Anyway, just so you know, this is the four of the five figure waves. Now, another thing I should explain is that when we get listings sent to us or when the listings appear, uh, it's quite often that we just get four of the five figure wave explained, like in, you know, like in a group, which yeah. is weird. I've always found that quite odd. And then I thought, well, maybe it's because of the repaint scenario. Maybe there's another repaint in there, which is very likely. And I know we've got the Techno Viper in there, which is technically a pre-paint. I would say, or a, it's a repaint of the prepaint. No, this is the prepaint of the, of the repaint, which was the SMS Techno Viper. If that makes well, this sense. is just the normal one. I like this is what I would just see. This is what was planned from the beginning. Okay, so this isn't. Yeah, so in your mind, this wouldn't be the repaint of the wave technically. I mean, I guess technically, if you're just going in order that they came out, yeah, it's a repaint. But if the other ones are prepaint, <laughs> it gets really confusing. I'm sorry. But basically, often. it's very likely that the fifth figure in that group is going to be um, a repainted figure. So maybe yeah. we've, we've got like what Ripcord, we've got Crazy Legs. Yeah, could be one of those two figures from the Dragonfly House Lab. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we'll we'll see, I guess. Um, anyway, Chris, blink twice if Fred is Battle Armor Cobra Commander. I don't know. Literally, have no clue. Again, about you're not Fred. allowed to blink the rest of the episode. Anyway, and I'll put this mouth on as well because that helped me not close my eyes for some reason. Um, 
so yeah, so now we move on to these other two figures. Now, these other two figures are part of another five-figure wave, but not this one. It's to get really confusing for everybody. You ready, Pat? Yeah. <laughs> both no, no, no guess. They're both snake eyes. Both unknown in the code words. So obviously they're both snake eyes. We don't know the code words for these, but we do know the listings and those numbers. And they are Night Creeper and yeah. Tread, not Torch. You were way off, mate. Way off. Um, anyway, Night Creeper. So Night Creeper and Dreadnought Torch will be like what they call mainline figures, effectively. So uh, yeah, twenty four ninety nine classics. Same as Big Boa Airborne, Quick Kick, and Techno Viper, but it's likely that they're not the, they're not in the same uh, grouping as those four that we've just seen. Just to make things really confusing for everybody. Um, what is also likely, and this again is a what's the word? This is speculative. But because Jinx and Doc haven't appeared yet in terms of listings, I have a feeling that Jinx, Doc, Night Creeper, and Dreadnought Torch might be in the same wave. I'm just throwing that out as a speculative idea. We don't know yes or no. Um, no, Di well, Diana still hasn't found him in Marvel. And I don't think you will, Diana, because I literally read every issue the other day <laughs> to try and find him. Yes, he's in Devil's Due. Yes, he's in... Uh, uh, IDW, I don't think he shows up at all in A Real American Hero, but keep going. If you do find it, obviously let us know. Um, so there, that's pretty much all of those leaked listings, okay? Do I suppose there may be a second head for Night Creeper Leader, says the figure six pack? Let's throw that on the screen. That's a nice question. Um, what do you think, Pat? I, I would say no, because they probably will just uh, release that as a separate re release whenever they get around to it. That'd be a a great way of doing a slight difference on the deco of the outfit and then um also the secondary because he had the big shoulders there's big shoulder pads in the deke series yeah he did didn't he yeah in fact those those interesting kind of shoulder pad sort of additions show up on the uh snake eyes origins night creeper the kind of six inch kids figure um and so if i want i was kind of saying in my video for the let's talk night creeper uh classified night creeper video my kind of like thing was I think that might be a good barometer for like the design of the classified night creeper. And other than though, they've got to have the they've got to have the camo on the pants. Leaving the camo off those pants was a big miss for me. And because it is it's effectively like one of the iconic elements of the night creepers is yeah. that camo, isn't it? Basically. Yeah. Um I I'm Curious to see how far this thing uh, steers away from the original design. I don't expect it to be, be exactly like the package art. You think it will be? I think it'll be. I think it'll be as close as say Nunchuck is, or as close as say, you know, uh, you know, where there's like elements that are kind of updated, but for the most part, you tell what it is quite clearly. Or the, I think it'll. I think they'll have a secondary over what is existing parts. Is what I'm thinking. Okay. I New mean, head. New head, existing part, body, build, yeah, and then like a secondary kind of armor thing that goes over the top. Yeah, and and that works. That's you know that's perfectly fine. I'm just curious to see how close it resembles the original. Yeah, not, not that it has to, um, but I personally I really like Night Creepers, so I I would kind of like that character to be one that gets both treatments. Yeah, yeah, I'd say I mean, actually, if they if they have a if they have a Night Creeper leader, it'd be great. If you could swap parts between them somehow and make more of Night Creepers, just be great. I love those. Yeah, definitely, definitely. 
Um, Leon, I will answer this question for you because I will say my my idea that Doc is in that wave is purely speculative. Like I said, it's just a guess. Um, but I don't know. Like with Doc, he could be a deluxe figure. We don't know yet. Is is the answer to your question? Could be, or he might be a, a single carded one. Um, like I said, if as and when the um, listings kind of like appear or emerge, we'll know a little bit more. But as as for the Night Creeper Dreadnought talk. Torch, Jinx, Doc kind of scenario. That is really me speculating completely. Um, but yeah, Night Creeper and Dreadnought Torch, we do have listings for those. They're the numbers as well. Jobs are good. Next up then, Pat, and we have new leak listings to get stuck into. My God, there's a lot of stuff to get into, isn't there? Um, it's crazy pants. So, Bosch. <laughs> Look at that. And pre-orders go up at 4 p.m. today for all this, right? <laughs> now, funny you should say that because they Trans don't. Transformers just posted, was it yesterday, that they're doing a live event? And usually Hasbro like to group their brand's events together-ish, don't they? They like to kind of do Transformers, G.I. Joe, Power Rangers, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you'll, they'll do like multiples in a similar period of time are we are we looking at possibly another gi joe event uh yeah maybe before the end of the year i could see that just to let us know what's coming out i mean <laughs> just to screw us with more pre-orders as well i imagine well you've still got all the stuff on the left right that um there's still stuff that hasn't been pre-ordered over there yep and like you mentioned doc and, and jinx and, well, I'm not going to keep going, but I'll, it'll take us a while to go back, but obviously the 60th anniversary figures, renders have not been, they're not up for pre-order yet. Uh, the retro figures are not up for pre-order yet. The, um, the There's so much that, you know, we could be seeing before the end of the year, which I don't, I thought, I thought we got to that point this year where it was like, okay, yeah, that'll do. We've squeezed a year into six months. We'll go, we'll wait till next year. But I don't know. With all of this stuff, I, I've got a feeling we're going to see some more before the end of the year. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think that squeezing uh, everything into six months, where the six months still isn't up. So we're probably going to see more stuff before the end of the year. Yeah, I totally agree. Diana says, I always felt Night Creeper's goggles looked like they were upside down. <laughs> That's actually quite, quite a funny comment there, Diana. I like that. Um, Oh, the figure six-pack says, don't forget the, the Pharaoh head Night Creeper leader option as well. You can have a few, really, couldn't you? You could have, like, the bald cap one. You could have with the with the blindfold. You could have the one from the deep cartoon, the, the Pharaoh helmet head thing from the deep cartoon. There's a lot of different heads you could throw in there. Yeah, for sure. But I, I assume that we'll get Night Creeper leader at a later, at a yeah. later time. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, okay um oh robert h good point good point the transformers event is because the reactive game is going to get probably shown off soon and they're going to put the toys up for it thank you robert yeah that's a very good point very good point um yeah and it, it certainly has been the case where we've had uh live events for a one brand randomly out of the blue and nothing for everyone else so you're yeah. totally right on that it could just be us getting a bit scared um but we'll see i guess now New leak listings, Pat. Let's talk about these. The ones that we can, like, so we know a few more than we're letting on here, but we can't, we're only giving away what has been revealed, okay? 
Um, so yeah, we can't, we don't want to say, we don't really want to give a lot of this away, but some, some of this is like information that's kind of emerged now. So we're, we're reporting on it. So Elroy is going to be Alpine. Now we know what we do know as well is that Elroy, Judy, Betty, and Bam Bam are four of the five figure wave. So I've put these in a specific order so it makes a bit of sense for everybody, okay? So we know that Alpine is going to be a single kind of mainline release. Um, we also know that Betty is the Iron Grenadiers. So there's your troop builder for that kind of five-figure wave. Uh, still waiting on Judy and Bam Bam, but I think you guys are going to be fairly stoked at those. Uh, Pat, let's talk about what we can talk about, obviously. Alpine and Iron Grenadiers. Uh, go back to Alpine first. What are your thoughts on uh, this one? And are you excited to see it? Yeah, I mean, I, I always kind of view the original G.I. Joes as being either a comic book, as far as the characters go, either being a comic book character primarily or a cartoon character primarily. And there's yeah. very few of them that are kind of both. Yeah. <clears throat> like Cobra Commander's both. But Alpine <laughs> is definitely, Alpine's definitely a, a cartoon character to me. Yeah. And also one of the big ones. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a big release. I'm really curious to see what kind of gear he comes with because oh, yeah. as a kid, I liked playing with, you know, figure climbing figures on strings. Yeah. And so... Uh, Hit and run. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that whatever his climbing gear is, that it's cool. Yeah, I um, I, I've got to say I'm really excited for this one. I'm excited how they do like uh, he's got to have new arms technically, or they'll or or maybe they'll give him some like pre-existing arms and then put like secondaries for the wrist gauntlet and the shoulder pads. I don't know, but it would make sense to me that they did new arms for him and then gave him like a vest secondary to match the arms if that makes yeah. sense yeah like a almost because like, it's not a full jacket a lot of the time it kind of only it doesn't go all the way down does it so it's almost like a little crop top which is quite cute um <laughs> but i think we're gonna like personally in my head i can almost see what they're gonna do with it um and i will also um reiterate i haven't seen this figure yet by the way and i will tell you if i have seen a figure i will do i just won't tell you what it's about what it's like but in this case um, I think they're gonna that that would be my guess for how this build goes, and then a secondary piece of rope that goes over the over the the figure that can come off, um, and maybe like 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 shipwreck has with his, um, you know that kind of like secondary rope that then has a harpoon option, not harpoon a grappling hook option that can kind of attach to it. So maybe something like that. Would you think? Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, speaking of shipwreck, I'm kind of. Curious to see if he'll have a removable hat. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. I mean, I imagine he will. I, there hasn't been one yet, has there, that doesn't had a removable kind of headgear, I want to say. Well, like barbecue. Oh, yeah. Well, barbecue, yeah. well, that's different, isn't it? Like, it's not necessarily, like, it. I think, I think if barbecue came out now, I think we'd have a removable helmet for barbecue, like an actual full or, a, or an alternate head. I think because he came out during the period where the budget was really tight on the line, I think okay. that's probably what happened with that one. Uh, and they just had to go with like a, you know. But yeah, I, I think, I think I, I agree with you though. I think, uh, yeah, you're right. Barbecue is definitely one. Uh, technically, Copperhead's another one. Um, 
Yeah, but with cobras, I don't necessarily want all of them to have removable masks. Yeah, they're just gonna have balaclavas on underneath anyway. They're just gonna have balaclavas on underneath anyway. Right, right. Uh, scrap iron was a nice touch, though, given was, you know yeah. doing that. But yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, I'm I'm missing loads of comments as well. Um, oh, great shout, Diana! Thank God we finally have an Alpine. He better come with his GI Joe Express card. That is actually a really fun addition. And I think if you take into consideration what they did with Quick Kick, and I know the Fudgy Bar is way more iconic than the Joe Express card. I because it's you know the Joe Express shows up in that one episode, isn't it? It's like the is it the Cobra stops the world or maybe the the gold one? I can't remember which one it was now, but yeah, the, I, I maybe it's something money, something money. Cobra. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, sorry, Pat. Yeah, um, I think it would be a great thing to throw in there, especially like homaging the Sunbow universe a little bit as well. Um, anyway, that's Alpine. Uh, in terms of his gear, though, as a single figure release, you're going to miss out on a lot of cool deluxe opportunities, I think. Um, hit and run. I wonder if when whenever they get to that figure, because they have to, like he's he's pretty prominent as a lower tier character, but like definitely a cult hero, isn't he? Hit and run. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like getting to Outback early on. Yeah. Big time. Big. That's yeah. a good point, actually. Outback and hit and run. Yeah. I'd say they're on a similar level. Um, you know, you've got that. <laughs> I use iconic way too loosely. Tyrone, I, I don't know. The fudgy to me is iconic. To me, it is anyway. Um, but anyway, yeah, side, side, that's a side point. I, I exaggerate anyway, Tyrone. You should know that about me, man. I, I'm very, I'm very exaggerate. I, I exaggerate all my stuff. Like I'm very up there. Very, uh, I can't think of the word now. Doesn't matter. It's not important. Alpine. I think Alpine and Hit and Run, they either might do very similar, where they don't really go into crazy interactive detail with the accessories and the rope. They might just do a wolf spider and throw a bit, throw in a tiny bit of string. But I don't know. I don't see the point in that. I think there needs to be something interactive, specifically with Alpine and Hit and Run. Yeah, I agree. And I think that spacing them out would be a good idea, too. Because with their with their specialty kind of being uh, very similar, or or the the feature of the of the figure being very similar, um, I, I think that spacing them out, not releasing them back to back, would be a good idea. Yeah, definitely. Then we've got Iron Grenadiers. Um, this one, I'm again, I'm very excited to see them approach, especially with. And I, I don't want to steal your thunder here, Pat. So I'll let you talk on this first before I get get into it. I was um, going to say something about a previous troop builder that they did really well in the helmet variety oh yeah yeah yeah. i i am hoping that they do this helmet as well as the crimson guard helmet for sure because the iron grenadier it is a lot about the look of the helmet and um yeah i don't know if the 25th quite hit what i wanted i think the 25th did better than the crimson guard 25th did uh, but I am curious to see how much they can get this to look like the card art. I'm, I'm really hoping that they go classic on the helmet so that we get as good of a classic look as we did with the Crimson Guard. I agree. I think, yeah, I think we're in for a treat here, honestly. Um, so, yeah, that'd be awesome. Now, now we can move on. And also, we obviously, Metalhead opened the door, shall we say, for Iron Grenadiers. Technically, Destro did, but in terms of the specific Iron Grenadiers... Yeah. Um, Metalhead opened that door and Iron Grenadiers followed suit with a name only reveal. 
uh, now we can attach that to Betty. Um, next then, uh, like I said, Judy and Bam Bam, no idea yet. Sorry, we can't tell you is the answer to that one, actually. But um, moving on, and we have MM Daphne Deluxe, I think. Oh, no. I, we'll, we'll go through them one by one first, sorry. But the next one is quite obvious. Uh, MM Daphne Deluxe, we discussed, is going to be a deluxe um, figure. And because it's MM, I believe that is a designation for some other thing that goes with a figure. So whether it be a, and it's not a vehicle because it would be VEH, but it might be a vehicle because in some other situations we've had the VEH designation not on there when it has been a vehicle. So okay. this could be vehicle based or it could be something else. We don't know. But it says deluxe after it. Would it, would it be um, redundant to say vehicle and deluxe? Yes. So that is the, that is the kind of, designation on this that specifies a figure with something else that probably wouldn't be a vehicle so okay. like i'm guessing like my speculative brain here goes to something like a towable or something like you know like the sms or like the whirlwind or, or the whirlwind or any of those yeah 100 percent. or maybe could we be in the vicinity now pat of getting what i've always hoped and dreamed for but a mini dio like a I don't know, like a checkpoint alpha or something like that. Yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, I would, I think that that would be a hit, not just with the GI Joe community. If they did like um, some of those earlier sets that had like uh, barrels and sandbags and just throw a bunch of that stuff in there, I think that people would enjoy that. We can confirm that MM does not mean Mad Marauders. Uh, I think we worked it out to mean Mystery Machine, guys. I think that's what it was. And I think Mystery Machine designates some sort of, um, you know, like I said, vehicle or some other large item uh, or, you know, not your usual kind of thing. I think that's what MM means, by the way. Um, it doesn't, 100% doesn't mean Mad Marauders. Um, and I think HB, what does HB mean? Hanna-Barbera, I think. I think okay. it's. I think they're just basic things that that they utilize for some other use, but they don't really necessarily mean what you think it means, if that makes sense. So MM is just a the designation we've seen on multiple larger vehicles and other things like the SMS, etc. And um, HB at the moment is looking like exclusive product. Now we'll get to that in a second. Highway Pet next, Pat. Um, we, we we do know what this is. We can't talk about it. But all I can say is it's a character that has never had an animal before. Um, and, yeah, I'm very excited to see that. Um, we won't talk any more about it because, obviously, we know what it is and we can't speculate at the same time. But if you can throw in the guesses in the comments, and I promise you we're not going to tell you whether you're right or wrong anyway. But, um, yeah, Highway Pet, another pet figure. Um, Atlas DLX is just a straight up deluxe figure. Um, again, we uh, we know what it is. We can't speculate, so we have to move on. Whip Snakes, we can speculate on pack because we have no idea what the Whip Snakes two pack is. Um, now, all we all I can say is it's a Troop Builder two pack. What are your thoughts, mate? I have no idea. I had to Google what Whip Snakes was even was. What is it? <laughs> it's some sort of a rugby team or something. Oh right, I I just I assume lacrosse. It's a lacrosse team. Interesting, interesting. Oh, and maybe interesting. that actually refers to something 
Well, hang on. Uh, that's what point... Penn came up first. I, I don't know if Whip Snakes is something that they're basing it on. Maybe that's a. Let's uh, let's think because no obviously idea. lacrosse is um, is prominent in in with Thrasher specifically. I want right. to say, but not that I don't know. It's not going to be a it's not going to be a troop builder two pack of Thrashers, is it? <laughs> yeah, I can't figure out. It's it's a little weird how they've kind of changed gears here on yeah. uh, the cartoon theme. Yes, we had a lot of cartoon. And is Whipsnakes Hanna Barbera? Because I've never heard of it before. Maybe Leon says it's two times snake eyes, Pat. You should have been on top of that. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> um, in terms of troop builders and like giving the vicinity of what we're dealing with in in here, here's a guess: Iron Grenadier multi pack in some sort of different, slightly different fashion. Okay, we've seen, we've seen it with the Vipers. We've seen it with. Uh, it might be like, and I don't. Again, I don't know. So we are literally making up. We do know it's a troop builder. Diana, so it's not going to be two individual characters. We know it's a troop builder two pack. That's all we know. Okay, Python so Patrol Valkyries. Yeah, that that could be. That's a, that's a thought. Figure six pack came up with that one. One thing I will say about that though is that we know that would be a well. We don't know. We don't necessarily know that they are going to keep continuing Python Patrol and Tiger Force with the target theme. They might. You know, we've got a um, year away from that. Yeah. yeah. So that... And we and we had um, Marauders Barbecue in a wave. So it wouldn't be crazy for them to do like a, you know, a mainline version of Tiger Force or Python Patrol at any point. I also wonder if there's anything we can infer from how close together some of these numbers are, because it's uh, G0335 and 336 between Atlas and then Whip Snakes. Just oh. maybe, would, would they get real like designed well, at the same time? Now that you said that, Pat, you've given me another idea, but we can't speculate because we know what Atlas is going to be. And um, because of that, that's where my mind's gone. And okay. now I'm really excited and can't say anything. God, I feel bad about not doing that. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I think, yeah, the, the vicinity with which some of these numbers yeah. are connected does that definitely mean something a lot of the time. Uh, yeah, and sometimes it doesn't because you know we've had um, figures move around in the line plan as to where they're released. But again, not a big big deal. Has Big Boa been given a name already? Says Figure Six Pack. Yes, Flintstone. We talked about him a little while back. How many monies, Chris? Uh, well, for the Whip Snake Two Pack, it's your two pack price, like the fifty something ninety nine or fifty four ninety nine, I think it is. But it's just a, your standard Troop Builder Two Pack cost. Right, which was effectively whatever the Valkyries cost, I think. It's the only one we've had so far, I think, isn't it, Pat? The other one's been a three-pack. Oh, no, we had the two-pack ninja. We had a two-pack for the uh, Steel Core. Blue Ninja Steel Core. Yeah, we've had loads. Yeah, we we're talking about. We've yeah. had loads. Um, anyway, yeah, so we don't know what that's going to be, but there you go. Um, then we get into some really interesting areas here. Now, HB seems to denote an exclusive of some kind. We don't know whether boo what boo boo or space ghost we don't know either of those two detail wise we don't know if they're target we don't know if they're walmart they could be pulse exclusive for all we know for all we know they might be lumping all their hb exclusive designations in together so we might be getting pulse exclusive target exclusive walmart exclusive now we do know that yogi is a figure and vehicle target exclusive and we do know that hb zorak is a two-pack 
for Walmart. And that would be a first, but we also have the price on that, which is the $54.99 two-pack price. So it, it gets a bit confusing here, and I apologize for throwing out so much information, but that is the information that you can then work with um, and, and, you know, work with it as you may. Uh, but Yogi paired by by the code names like since yogi and boo boo are paired together in the cartoon would they both be target and then space ghost and zorak would both be walmart do you know what like that's very likely highly highly likely but obviously we're not without the confirmation i can't say um in like you know definitely but that is a cracking point yogi and boo boo you know that yeah it, it makes sense now that could just mean one yo well we know that yogi like i said we know yogi is a figure in vehicle two pack a figure in vehicle pack so boo boo could just be a single figure in that same like wave because if you look at the numbers yeah, yeah it's four three two and then four three five so you expect there's going to be a couple more names like what what is it we expect with the target we expect uh three figures in the figure vehicle usually that changed a little bit with with the last lot which was two figures and one figure vehicle but it wouldn't be i wouldn't surprise me if we go back to 432 433 434 as the figures and 435 as the figure vehicle okay just throwing that out there as a again that's purely speculative once again but i think you've got a point there i think that makes sense that space ghost and zorak would go together yogi and booby would go together we'll probably get more yogi related characters for target and we'll probably get more uh kind of like cartoon network style hanna-barbera you know like kind of um what am i thinking of specifically harvey birdman i want a harvey birdman <laughs> that would have been perfect for raptor wouldn't it yeah that's true yeah harvey birdman yeah or volta sure. maybe volta would have been good harvey Birdman. Yeah. anyway um yeah okay so now that's confused everyone beyond belief let's get to our next reveal and that is cobra commander now um yes like i said before we were told that gargamel was going to be cobra commander turns out that cobra commander retro is casey um and funny enough speaking of numbers pat guess what links up nicely with this number to the other to uh, duke and scarlet it's four nine six seven seven and then duke and scarlet are like six seven six and six seven five so they're like effectively okay. really close yeah um and it, it's it's interesting because then you look at the other numbers and they're all separate from those so including uh gargamel which is another eight number anyway that's again just getting too nerdy and too deep into this i'm sorry cobra commander regular logo you expecting this on oh the for sure yeah, yeah. That, that is what it's going to be it's just going to be this with regular logo and who knows what other small details they may change Maybe you give him the stripe on his helmet. You know, just some small yeah. stuff. Could you imagine if they decided to do the hooded CC for this one? How like popular that figure would be? It would be, yeah, but they're not going to do that. I, I don't think it'll happen. But you never know. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, but yeah, I that's mean, in the I cartoon. The hood was like the dark blue on the regular color, uh, light blue body. So I don't think that it would be ridiculous to to include, you know, both. Yeah, it'd be great actually. Uh, I think it'd be kind of kind of uh, a good one to throw in there. Um, anyway, let's 
or, or someone says a different shade of blue toys equals midlife crisis squared says maybe a different shade of blue as well yeah that's that's a good point actually yeah that's true that could be true. a dark blue one just to make it completely different yeah definitely yeah i think the real, it may just be a different shade of light blue oh okay mm. okay i see what you're saying i see what you're saying kind of in a similar way to the crimson guard retro and the crimson guard yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah okay um okay well there you go that's um cobra commander casey hope you're all paying attention retro casey then we've got an unknown code word but we know what it is because the listing says it says what it is at 9864 it is snow serpent so this will be the retro snow serpent i'm personally i just assume it's going to be a like a much lighter blue secondaries yeah yeah would you agree on that one pat yeah yeah i would agree I, and actually i would i would expect some secondaries to be a little bit different yeah right? there's some stuff that the that one didn't come with that the original one you know it didn't quite look like the original yeah i i don't know i think that they've probably planned it out to to make it look very um very close to the original snow i'd like it if they do what they did with the original figure and had was it like the white is like off color isn't it it's like it's not it's like the the white on the body is different to the fur white if you know what i mean so there's two very distinct yeah. colors going on um i'd like it if they did that like if they stuck really close to the um the panto the vintage figure yeah because the body was more of a gray really. yeah it's a yeah, very it's light gray 100 percent. yeah um, so i could like, see them definitely doing that like and then putting that's them next to each other they'll look right and that, and it's also very different too like that it is, is it's yeah. worth it then isn't it to a degree mm -hmm. of them doing a repaint re-release thing yep. the other thing i'll throw in there as well is i think they might throw in some retro accessories i think we might get the backpack i think we might get the little um rocket launcher missile thing yeah yeah I think we might get those things possibly. I don't know. They've been a little shy on backpacks lately, so we'll see. But that, what is it with the backpack shot? Yeah, I'm, I'm specifically with the dreadnoughts, which is upsetting me a little bit. I'm hoping that we get retro dreadnoughts with backpacks at some point. I really do. But yeah, um, the dreadnought choice was weird though, because you're dropping a backpack and adding in an accessory whenever their hands are already full. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, storage goes out the window, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and much like most of the uh the dreadnoughts when they're in bars, they go out the window. You know, oh, you know, but it doesn't matter, too late. I was like you focusing on the storage. They're stored in a bar. Like I thought <laughs> that it's always there. This this episode has turned into dad jokes. Um, right. So then we have uh the next one, someone's already called it, and it is pretty it, this is on the nose, in my opinion. Oki is a little octopus. What do you think it is, Pat? Oh, I have no idea. You must have some idea. They've already they've name released it. Name only released it alongside um, Snow Serpent. I I don't know. Okay, it, then I'll just I'll these, just these, these these things are just our. I'm pulling uh, let me guess. Is it eel? Yes, cobra eels. Absolute. I just looked. I didn't you? The next slide. Yeah, good yeah. good move. So it's, yeah, they're code names. I don't really, I don't really get into it. <laughs> Sorry, just a minute. I love, I love you so much. Um, okay, yeah. So eels, um, pretty on the nose. This one, Oki being a little octopus. Interesting for them to do that. But this one, I can't for the life of me think what they're going to do any different. It's effectively already there as a retro figure. So unless they make, I've got a feeling this is the one in the wave 
that has very little done to it. Like Recondo is effectively a repaint, this one might just be the reissue on well, a card. Drop that deco on the backpack for sure. That is like the new logo of the eels. That'll be gone for sure. With so it'll just be a black backpack. I'm kind of expecting the backpack to be a little bit bulkier and different. Okay, that's what I would expect. And then like the one on the uh, card art, which is bigger than three eels combined. Right. I yeah. I always loved the artwork, but then when I kind of looked back at it and really studied it, that backpack is like this and they're, yeah. they're just like hiding and like behind it basically it's so interesting it's weird weird little perspective uh thing going on there i think but yeah i i, I could see them maybe doing something different with the backpack maybe but i don't know this might be one of the this might be the one figure in the wave that is effectively a reissue as opposed to you know where they've, where they've got to save something in the kind of budget maybe do you know what I mean? When you like eels yes. as a retro card yeah. figure, to me, screams people really loved that figure because it was so super popular and sold out immediately. More people might want it. So this is a way to get it without it being too different. Yeah, I could even just see it being like a little bit less deco. Like you see there on his wrist or on his forearm, I should say. Mm. There's several colors in there. You could just drop some of that and yeah. it would look a little more retro and you know, it would. Th this was a deluxe figure, right? He did cost a little bit more originally, didn't he? Uh, no. no, he was. We originally thought he was going to be deluxe, and it turned out that he was a uh, just a yeah standard price. He was an exclusive. Amazon exclusive. Remember? I can't remember. Yeah, he was an Amazon exclusive and sold ridiculously well. So um, yeah, I think this one to me screams reissue to get more people to have you know army builder eels basically. Yeah. Um, to get eels up inside you. Right. Um, then, Azrael, we have no clue. Um, but we do know that Beachhead is brainy. So, Azrael, we don't know who that is. That's pretty much it on that one. But Beachhead is going to be retro brainy. And uh, this one's I'm excited to see because they're going to go way more vintage on this one, uh, Pat, even though I do love that Beachhead original figure. I thought it was wicked. Um, this one's going to definitely probably tick more boxes for the vintage kind of guys, isn't it? Yeah, I'm really kind of curious what this one's going to look like. Um, do you, how much do you think it's going to look like the Cobra Island one? Probably not very much. I think there'll be, I think a new secondary will happen. I think they'll probably give him very retro related uh, like you know, accessories and weapons. And I think he'll have a new head sculpt, honestly. I think they'll do that 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 kind of head sculpt with the yeah. you know how like the kind of like it's like it's almost like a line halving the, the yeah like it's it's not yeah it i i agree i could definitely see it i could definitely see it being exactly like this it, it's almost like not a balaclava it's almost like he has the full face cut out and then he has a, a hood thing up over, up over his mouth maybe yeah. they'll go with that you know they could do that make it be something like the um the diver figure that we've seen that we yes. saw earlier today, the the action whatever they call him, not uh, action sailor, recon diver. Action, yes, something like that where it's all cut out and then uh, just have a, a mask that goes up over the bottom. I think that would look cool. I am um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm still excited to see it, but um, and I think this is going to be one of those ones where, in terms of the retro series, well, Duke Scarlet. Um, 
we're getting a Recondo. That there's a bonus with that one because it's the repaint of the Tiger Force one. At the moment, the retro line to me is quite a win. Of, it's it's a bit of a win at the moment. It's like an extra element, but it's all figures that are like legitimately worth doing, as opposed to what the retro series was prior, which was very like half. You know, like it, there wasn't. Yeah. You know, like you know, Baroness was effectively just the same figure, but a different. Right, right. Like slightly different in the way that black was applied and, and so on and so forth. Destro was effectively the same. Uh, Lady J at least had different accessories and a different deco. And Gung Ho was the kind of standout because it was a completely new figure with new accessories. But, you know, a lot... Of, and, and Snake Eyes was, was great. He's still on my on my desk, actually. Uh, and But Crimson well, Guard... Crimson Guard's great, but it's like, you know, just... Yeah, Zartan and Storm Shadow, similar kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't like... Those, those to me, talking to Zartan, Storm Shadow, and Snake Eyes, those are still figures forthcoming to me. Wow. I haven't, I've wow. not seen any of those. And it turns out that uh, Crimson Guard's shipping in a separate case. So when I saw those, Storm Shadow or Snake Eyes was not there with him. Mm. Or, or maybe he was. It's not like conclusive that he was, though. So I don't know. I mean, those figures, uh, I don't know. At this point, I'm expecting to see them at Ross or Ollie's or something, maybe even yeah. next year. But at least you get them cheaper at that point, I guess. That is true. That is true. <laughs> the other the other thing I will say, though, like that I feel like the retro series now is, is more serious is what I'm getting at. I feel I like it's, it's way more like, okay, there's a, there's, a, there's a good... It's an outlet for some people who maybe don't like one version of a figure. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like it, it gives you that kind of option to then yeah. do, well, here's, here's another version of it that you might prefer. Um, and I'm kind of like excited about that, weirdly. So, um, yeah, okay. So that is everything. Uh, rough and ready. Um, we know are the 60th, sixtieth um, anniversary uh, listings, but we don't know. We can't talk as we can't talk as to what they are, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, that is a lot of stuff, isn't it, mate? It is a lot of stuff, yeah, and a lot of everything that I will forget very quickly. I will say as well, this is purely speculative, but obviously, um, it, you know, when you've got like the vamp around the corner, right? You, I mean, how long are we going to be waiting for the stinger? How long are we going to be waiting for the tiger sting? They've got to be pretty like on the heels, haven't yeah. they? Their, their repaints so far have been honestly a little bit too close together, if you ask me on some of them. Yeah. Dusty and dusty. Uh, maybe that figure's not selling so well because it's too close together. Good point. The, the bat and the python bat, which came out at exactly the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so, uh, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, Outback was a similar one, wasn't he? Like, the, I, I feel yeah. like we didn't get an Outback Night Force reveal yet because they, you know, it was one after the other. It's not really quickly. giving people that option who come later into the line to have a chance at that character because they both came out already anyway. Yeah. In any, in any case, what I'm getting at is that, um, you know, like Blossom VEH, uh, Scrappy, MM, TNS Buttercup, that's one that I can specifically say that is, like, no one's going to get that. <laughs> no one's going to understand what's going on there. I mean, it is the most random, let's do a completely different designation out of nowhere, and no one's going to get it. So I'll leave that one out for now. But when I'm talking Blossom and Scrappy, I, I think we can probably throw in some repaints in there. I think that I think the Stinger might be around the corner for one of those. I don't know, by the way. I'm just this is all purely speculative. No winking. 
And um, what's the other? What was the other one? I was going to say. Um, maybe because it is a it is an HB by the way HB Blossom. Could that be an exclusive? Could that be Target? Could we be looking at the Tiger Paw with a different character? Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, just throwing that out there too. If we've got a ferret around yeah. the corner, do we have a Tiger Paw around the corner? If we've got I, I think a the answer is just yes. I mean, <laughs> for any of this stuff, is like the obvious repaint, yes. Especially whenever they're spending the money on a vehicle. Like, yeah, I think yeah. that there's less of a chance that it's going to be new. figure repaint than there is of the vehicle repaint. The vehicles seem like bigger yeah. and more of an expensive thing. I think that we yeah. would have gotten a coil cycle if people hadn't reacted so harshly to it. You know what I mean? Like, most of the stuff we're going to get a repaint of for vehicles and it'll be fast. Uh, Leon said there aren't enough vehicles yet to rinse the repaint so close together. Also, each faction shouldn't have every vehicle. I get what you're saying, Leon. Um, yeah. One thing I will say, though, in this particular sense is um, with the Vamp and the Stinger, for example, those two, I think that's perfectly fine because it's a retool. It's not just a repaint. You're getting like, it, it's almost, it's like to me, yes, they're similar. We've spoken about this in the past, Pat, when we talked about the Vamp and all of its different versions. The repaints or the, the retools and the repaints really do enough to make them their own vehicles, in my opinion. They do. They do. But I, I really agree with uh, the, the core, I think, of what he's saying. Because yeah. I know that a long time ago, it, it felt like just, just in customizing in the early 2000s, it felt like everything, somebody was doing everything in... In crypto. every sub-team. Yeah. Yeah. And everything, like any vehicle was going into every sub-team and in Crimson... And it was just like, well, it doesn't feel as special whenever it's whenever it's everything Python Patrol and everything. There's been that I've got there's a, there's a funny like psychology about this, I think, but there's been that kind of trend to look at what has come before in that vintage period only. Yeah. Like the vintage period, like the nine was it eighty-two to ninety-four, basically. We'll say yeah. that period of time, right? That is like a locked vacuum sealed period for gi joe it, yeah. it would appear that then is like you know you get just out of that and then everything has to draw from it rather than and, and yes new things are created in the brand but they never have the same impact that some of the new things had and that's not to say everything new that happened didn't have the same impact there are things that happen later in the brand that are really friggin' cool that we really enjoyed and are, are great additions to the line right don't get me wrong but you're right there's that thing of like um hearkening back and then applying that process of what the 80s designers and guys were doing to the line that they had rather than thinking okay let's think about what they would have done in the future carrying on do you know yeah. what i mean like yeah, if, that, sure. if that era had continued another 10 years for example right um and they still kept churning o-ring figures out in vehicles what sorts of things would we have? We wouldn't have harkening back to, we wouldn't be homaging Tiger Force. You'd be creating new sublines and new things. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's that thing, isn't it, where you've got this vacuum sealed period that just keeps getting drawn from because it's its own little ecosystem, basically. Yeah, that's very true. And I think that whenever they're drawing from it, it's probably more appealing to choose something that was repainted within that, with that in that yeah. period. Yeah. Because you know that you're going to be able to get two items that have uh, that vintage appeal to them. So, you know, what are you going to do, a ferret or dark lines evader? Leon, this this is a good point as well, following up from what you said before. Agree. 
I take a vamp and a stinger together. I just don't want a Python RAM or a TF trouble bubble. And I agree on that one. I don't think we'll see that personally, but um, I think you're right. I think there's, there's a line that you would cross at some point here. And I think Python RAM and Tiger Force trouble bubble are definitely a, a line crossed, in my opinion. They're just too, other than the dread, other than the dreadnought, let's look, take Python out of it. The dreadnought ground assault, I'd give you. Yeah. Right? But but the a Python round might just be too much, I think. It would be like, we don't need that. We've got the pipe, we've got the it's like a Python ferret, for example. I that would make more sense to me. Uh a Tiger Force trouble bubble wouldn't make sense, but only from an like like I don't I don't consider the the um what was it called? The green hiss tank that was in the um SDCC set. Uh not hyena. I can't remember the name of it. It's got a weird name. I've completely forgotten it. It's like a, it's like a, um, oh God, that's going to kill me. Someone tell me what it is, please. I've completely forgotten what it's called. But I don't consider that a, um, you know, like, I, I think that's crossing the line because it, I, coming back to the iconography where Tyrone, this is specifically for Tyrone, uh, coming back to the iconography, Chimera, thank you, figure six pack, um, the Chimera hiss tank, the green one. For me, it's like that is it's Cobra, it, and it's like iconically Cobra. So just to paint it green, I don't know. It just didn't feel like it made sense. I, I really enough, think that they were they were developing something for Shattered Glass, and then just didn't go in that direction. That's that's been my feeling on that for a long time. Yeah, big time. That's oh, actually, that's that's yeah, interesting. That is an interesting theory right there, mate. Um, but yeah, the you mean for the Chimera period, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, because that was that was talked a lot, wasn't it, when we were at cons and and through the club and yeah, it looks like that set to me was a take the good stuff and make it bad, take the bad stuff and make it good, which to me isn't really all that interesting. <laughs> you mean faction? You don't mean quality, right? <laughs> Correct. Faction. <Yeah. laughs> no, I know what you're saying, 100, percent and uh, I agree with you on that one. Thank you guys. Yeah, Chimera, much appreciated, Leon and, and Figure Six Pack for filling me in on that one. Um, I just couldn't remember it, but I agree, Lee, and I think there is a there's a line that shouldn't be crossed, and I think the TF trouble bubble would be in, like I'd be like nah, no, 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 no. The trouble bubble is too it's it's just screams cobra to me. Anyway, um, last couple of things on this before we move on. Um, these are the name only reveals uh, so far the, the that we know of officially: Alpine Jinx Dock Retro Beachhead. Night Creeper Torch, Cobra Ferret, Norgahide, Retro Eels, Retro Snow Serpent, Iron Grenadiers, and Raptor. Now, all of those have designations that we've managed to attach to, bar Jinx and Doc. So this is kind of coming back to what I was saying previously on what I think Jinx, I think Jinx and Doc might be attached to that um, Night Creeper Torch uh, wave. Not just because cool. of that guess, but also they were... I I want to say they weren't far apart in the name reveals, really, either, I don't think. Yeah, think maybe, Jing... maybe Doc could be Boo-Boo. <laughs> There's my dad joke for the day. <laughs> How long have you been holding that one in the chamber? <laughs> That's absolutely genius. Um, yeah, brilliant. So, yeah, Doc's Boo-Boo. Um, yeah, I'm not going to hazard a guess on the others. But anyway, just to, just to kind of give a nice visual aid for everybody. Um, and the next one, uh, the next visual, is all the renders that we've been uh, privy to officially as well. So we've got Night Force Ripcord, Glenda, Night Force Crazy Legs, obviously in the HasLab, 
um, Airborne, Quick Kick, and then of course you've got Retro Duke, Retro Scarlet, Retro Recondo, the 60th Action um, uh, Soldier and Recon Diver, and then you've got SMS with Techno Viper, Black and Red, Regular Techno Viper, and Big Boa. Um, so again, kind of makes sense that Airborne, Quick Kick, um, Techno Viper, and Big Boa would be in the same, you know, wave, considering they've been revealed at the same time in renders. So it, things do line up a little bit with the renders now. There's a there's a definite pattern going on. Nice. Okay. There you go. Uh, that's it then for that. Next up, and well, finally, it's not necessarily news, but we are going to give you a quick update on the Super 7 Mothership. I have a video for this one. It's just a, you know, a bumper. So the Cobra Mothership, I should have told you that, Pat, so you didn't yeah. like run away and try and okay. make a cup of tea or something. Uh, the Cobra Mothership, amazing. Um, now, um, this has obviously we're just going to this is going to be something we do we talk about every week now leading up to the end of it what are your thoughts mate because unfortunately we're still quite far back aren't we yeah i i mean it needs to get some momentum i think in order to get there it really does yeah we're, we're well, I, I don't know i mean if it was if it was close to closer to 50 you know it's going to be that inverted bell curve as always um of funding so most of the funding at the beginning and at the end it just functions a little bit different because you do pay ahead of time on this one yeah yeah big time i would say that um i'm i was fairly low level confident at the start especially when it jumped to like 14 it, it jumped quite a dramatic amount at one point and i was thinking oh yeah maybe it's got the legs at this point I don't know. I think maybe it might get to like 60, 65%. Um, even with the, the huge, you know, the, that kind of at the end, like the last couple of, maybe the last week or so, or the last few days, we might see that kind of like influx right at the end. I don't know if it's going to make it to the 4K though. And I'm a little concerned about that. They did show a couple more. Well, this is the this is exactly where it is at the moment, 1431. I don't think it's changed since I took the screenshot a few hours ago. Um, could you just double check for me, Pat? Would you be able to, or in the comments, let me know if it has changed because I have no clue right now. But um, oh, now I've got to, I've got to multitask myself because uh, a message has popped up. Okay, no, I'm leaving that. I'm leaving that. Um, yeah, so um, it closes December 11th. Genuinely, Pat, do you think it's going to make it to the 4K? Um. Not really, to be honest. I, I'm not. I, I'm not that optimistic. It's got 1431 right now, so yeah, we're still same. we're still sitting at the same spot. Yeah, and it's kind of stalled in a sense. Like it got to like I think it's been at like 1425 to 1431 for about like over a week now. So yeah, it's 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 difficult because you're right. I think the optics hurt it in the. The paying for paying for it up front is difficult for a lot of people at this time. There's a lot of stuff out as well. Like it's yeah, you know, you can the timing of this one is really tough because it's yeah. coming during that time where there's a lot of money going out to G.I. Joe already, right before the holidays, and you have to put that money out, and it's a larger amount than what the Has Labs have been because yeah. I mean, I'm not just going to buy this. I'm going to buy all the supplemental stuff that they have to go with it. And right. Already at $500, that's 
a lot more than what we paid for the Sky Striker with a few figures. Um, yep. So I, I see the the difficulty that they are having uh, getting this one to launch. <laughs> I like it. Sorry, is that yeah. a pun? Yeah, I like it. Um, Leon's is such a shame. It's a beauty. It is. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte says, so far beyond anything I could ever justify financially, but that's par for the course when it comes to Super 7. Uh, that and paying up front hurts optics, says Tyrone. Um, the last of a massive round of crowdfunding projects this year was always going to struggle. That's a good point, actually, Leon. Um, and Future Fortress Maximus says, yeah, I think the price plus shipping was too much for a lot of people. I think that's really what's happened there, definitely. Uh, Diana says, it's sad if this doesn't fund. It's the first big Joe crowdfund that does... Uh, yes, from a licensee, but still, I just think it wasn't exactly the best choice, glorious as it is. I think they have gone. I think this. I think it would have worked in a different time period, I mean, which is a shame. I think it would have worked in, like you know, the problem is there isn't going to be a point in the year now where you're going to have a nice clear landing strip, pun intended, for um, for putting a project like this out. You know, like I, you're not going to have that that, you know. Because it's overcrowded. <laughs> Overcrowdfunded. Yes. <laughs> it gets worse, mate. God, the dad jokes have been terrible today. I love it. This has been the best episode ever, Pat. Um, but yeah, I think it is a shame if it doesn't. And um yeah, I but again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna completely lose faith at this point. I'm gonna keep sticking with it and we're gonna do updates every week, no matter what. All right, Pat. Even if it says 1429 next week and it's gone down somehow. We're still going to do an update. Now, they also posted their tier one unlock, kind of like a reiteration that you get those front guns as well. I don't think it's going to make it to tier one. If it can, if it can fund, I'll be happy. That I'll be happy that it funds. But in terms, like, I don't think it's going to get to any of the stretch goals. If it does, great. But that's that's a that's a tall ask. Um, it is. One thing I did like was they showed some of those tampos in the cockpit. Um, I like this shot as well. It kind of really brightens it up a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, are those, are those stickers or tampos? I think they're stickers. I think okay. it's because they're related to that. Um, I could be wrong, but that's what the post was saying. So maybe some of them are tampos and these are stickers that are separate because I can't see the same stickers that are being used there. So maybe that is the case. I would imagine that they're stickers. That's just my guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, it does look really cool. I do like it. Maybe it's just the Cobra logos they've put on the seats. No. Don't even have the Cobra logo. I don't know what I don't know what that's about then, because they posted both those images together as almost like you know these where you put the stickers, but maybe it's a different sticker set. Uh, maybe that's the mm. base sticker set you get with the base offering, which is probably what it is um, that we're seeing there, and that is the tier one sticker sheet. So that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah, that makes more sense. Sorry guys, just being an idiot. As per, I do love man. I do love this thing. It looks wicked. I love the the little details of fun. I like. I don't know. It's, it's a shame it won't fund. And by the way, I, I watched the video of their panel, and it's actually bigger than I thought it was. I thought it was big, but they picked it up, and it's like a it's like Captain America's shield. It's like it's massive, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I can. You know, it, it's one of those things you you have to see in person to really get an idea as to what it is. And I think that's the problem they're having is portraying the size of this thing. I like that they're going kind of going all out with the details and everything, because one of the things I don't like about expensive stuff is if you're going to have something expensive, just make it a little more expensive and go all out. 
Yeah. Like, I don't like super cost cutting. You know, I wouldn't want this to be like, well, you know, we would have had the globe in there, but you know, we wanted to stick to $500. Like th there needs to be, it needs to be all, all or nothing. And they've really gone for it all. Um, yeah. I, I think that it would, would have been nice if we would have had some O-ring figures from them already uh, to get yeah, true. some momentum on, on that and to have like an understanding of the quality. I, I think that they may have hurt themselves with some of the images that they showed at first because I saw a lot of people asking if they were going to be straight arm figures. Yeah. And that's not the case, but right. you know, they went with a solid resin print instead of building the, the pieces separately and then assembling it. Right. And people were kind of confused. And in fact, I still don't know what the final figure is going to look like. I don't think they do like. yet, do they? No. I they've got the final oh, figure yet. Um, I think this is a good point that Sherlock's made, actually. I think if O-Ring if hadn't been left to peter out by Hasbro and the transition of that line had been better advertised, it would have had a better chance. They didn't do Super 7 any favors. I kind of agree with that a little bit. Yeah. I feel like the yeah. kind of almost O-Ring had a little bit of a sour taste left in our mouths, really. With that one a bitter taste bitter or sour whatever one you prefer or don't prefer um it was a bit of a i don't know it just it, fe it felt like there was so much it could have been and it just wasn't and they really didn't take advantage of it yeah there's been several points in history where the o-ring collectors are kind of told hey if you buy this eventually we'll get to what you really want right i've heard that a few times yeah and it's like, yeah, that's that. That just we we've done it before. We're a little tired of that. We're burned out. Um, Surely it makes sense to just make the things that people are wanting. Yes, Do you know what I mean. Like make the things yeah. that people are gonna go nuts for. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way in hell any of those O-ring sets are gonna outperform something we've never seen before. Right. I, I agree. I mean, it was made sense to me make, to make Storm Shadow so you have a nice, clean-looking Storm Shadow. Like, some of them made sense, but none of them were home-run ideas. They were just, you know, rehashing what you have here. You can have it again yeah. without the convenience of just being able to walk into the store and buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, um, I believe that's it for our update, unless uh, Pat can tell me what the next slide is. Um, I will do that just a second. Sorry, but I do this every time, but we have to, you know, there's a lot of slides. No, we're on to shout outs. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into shout outs then. Um, yeah, sorry. I just got to, I've also got to do this. It takes ages. Though. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organizing it and of course showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store. So what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Yo, okay then. So, shout-outs. Um, Pat, take us through your shout-outs, please. Well, first of all, shout-out to Philip, as always. Um, you know, I do owe him um, a bit of a of a video still. So, I'm, I'm working on that. It'll take a little while for me to do that. But then I have a bunch of other shout-outs that I'm going to have to refer back to what I sent you earlier. <laughs> that I don't forget anybody. First of all, yeah, I went to uh, Assembly Required. 
which had the dreadnought theme of them writing dis assembly required on it. Uh, and this shirt was from Mark II Design. Thank nice. you. Nice. He gave me this shirt. So lovely um, stuff. Yeah, shout out, shout out to him. Uh, and then I also have other shout outs from Assembly Required. Brian Kaufman, Brian Sauer and their team, including Travis Weber, Travis Weber, uh, Dak, and Steve Kelting. Uh, Michael C. Hill was there. Shout out to him. He wrote uh, Cold Slither. And, you know, I got yeah. the chance to, to sit down and talk with him for quite some time. Incredibly nice guy. So uh, if you get the chance to meet him at a convention, definitely show up and, and talk with Michael C. Hill. Brilliant. Um, Josh Blaylock was there, also a very accessible person. Nice to see him around again in the G.I. Joe community and, and talking about things. It was nice to hear him say Zanya because I was able to hear how the guy who created the character pronounces the name. It's Zanya. Zanya. Interesting. Yeah. I've been saying so, Zanya this entire so time. Have I. I've been saying Zanya, but whenever Josh Blaylock says Zanya, I have to think it's probably yeah. Zanya. That's Zanya, man. From now on, I'm saying Zanya. Brilliant. Yeah. So uh, shout out also to Joe Declassified, which, which you know, I'm a part of. Um, but also there was uh, Chris Murray and, and Dan Music and many more people who like to remain nameless. That's kind of the spirit of it. If you want to be nameless, you still get to show your stuff. And, and we have it there at the convention. Um, so uh, shout out to some of the people there. I got to see some really cool stuff this year. Uh, and Ben Conway and the Skeletron crew. What up? uh call sign longbow they gave me a really sweet deal on some vintage stuff awesome so i'm happy about that uh chicken fried toys also gave me some deals on some new stuff kills uh talking joe with tim and mark i got to sit down and have dinner with them oh also had dinner at the same time with david allen so shout out to him as well um awesome. after action report with roger and josh hcc 788 brilliant Order of Battle with Jason and Joel. Cool. Rage and Spoon, Hawk Sanders. Aww. And then I also want to shout out to everyone who did not comment. If you did not make a comment on the custom that I brought to the to, to Assembly Required, the shout outs for you. Which means I just shouted out everybody at Assembly <laughs> Required because nobody made any comments on it at all. Oh, poor and then also uh, a shout out to whoever it is that has my coat, because who knows where that is? Somewhere <laughs> my coat is in in Iowa somewhere. I don't know. Oh, I lost it. So shout right. out to the person wearing my coat right now. Probably and a dreadnought stole it. You know, I think I left it at a restaurant, so I've still got to do some follow up calls. And a shout out to the jerk who broke Killer Queen because that was disappointing. What's Don't know that? who it is, but we Ex went down to play Killer Queen. It was off. Can you believe it? Son of a bee. Yeah. Literally. Um, that that's one of my favorite. Um, that's one of my favorite uh, experiences at AR. Not just playing that game, which is again, that's a sub level of the favorite things. Because yeah. I remember playing it last year, and there was just random people playing us, and it was so much fun. Just oh all, yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was like it was brilliant. So yeah, um, massive shout out to Brian, the team, everyone. I miss you guys. I wish I'd been up in there. It's and I apologize if I forgot anyone. I was going mentally through the room, trying to remember exactly where people were positioned. But maybe you were walking around, and so I don't have you associated with a spot in the room. Uh, yeah, I may have forgotten somebody, and apologies for that. I missed the Joe Customs guys. There wasn't a big representation of Joe Customs there this year, and I would. 
would like to see them again at assembly required. Someone did say something in the comments a little while ago. Maybe it was earlier on, and they said they had fun hanging out with you. So I don't know who that was. Um, you might have not shouted them out, and then they. Oh really no! Bad. Yeah. See, I hope that isn't the case. Yeah, I did talk to a lot of people. Good. I don't want to know who it was. It, it was well at the beginning. It was like 500 comments ago, I think. Anyway, awesome. Great shout-outs there, Pat. I'm glad you had a good time, mate. I do miss it. It's one of the best cons for Joe in, like, I can't big it up enough. Um, and I was just guided we couldn't go because Mark came all the way from blooming sunny London, <laughs> from the UK. He's not, I don't even think he's from London. But he came all the way from the UK, and um, I couldn't blooming come and see him and say hi it sucks really sucks anyway uh, we'll be we'll get mark back on the show again very soon <laughs> mark is on he's talking to you now he said pat what was your custom question mark <laughs> uh it, you know i kind of cheated and just brought the custom that i had done for uh it was for cobra convergence last year yeah the mango one this year mango. it was it was definitely an assembly a, 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 an articulated point video where I did a custom of a Cobra character from like 86 or 87. Can't remember which, uh, but it was in the manga. So it was a Zanya. manga character. Uh, what? Zanya. No, right. It was. Uh, Imagine if Zanya was in the manga. Yeah, Sorry, it was um, Bomber Jack. So if you don't know yes. the character of Cobra Bomber Jack, he does exist in that 1982 through 94 bubble that we were talking about. Very few people uh, are familiar with Bomber Jack. So I covered that in an articulated points episode with Philip, where he made a different manga character. So it was a lot of fun. And I just thought that I would bring it because I was hoping just to talk about the manga and stuff like that. But the discussion never happened. Shame. Um, awesome. I'm, I want to, yeah, this is, I'm, I feel bad that no one talks about your custom, though. Um, Mark said, I literally escaped a massive storm in the UK. Well, I'm glad you did, mate. Very, very glad you avoided that. Um, Diana says, AR always looks like a, such a great show. Uh, I want to be able to make next year. Definitely same. Sure. It is. Sure. Same. Definitely. It's worth it, Diana. It really is. Um, yeah. Probably one of the, the best shows I've ever been to for Joe. Um, it's 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 like more intimate than like a Joe Con sort of vibe. But it's just, I don't know. I love it so much. It's so much fun. And yeah, going to uh, up down down the street and playing arcade games in a bar is so much fun, beyond measure. Um, was it Prime? His name is an Optimus Prime name that I talked to at AR, and I oh. kind of feel bad. He won. His custom was awesome. Um, shout out to him for the, a really cool Xandar custom. Uh, <laughs> Travis has written. Hi, Travis. Uh, shout out to Travis. Over. Brian sleeps with it. Is he talking about your jacket? Oh, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> or your custom. I can't tell which one. Uh, Travis, tell us what you're referring to, because that's hilarious either way. Yeah, um, they, yeah massive they worked shower. hard to put on that intimate, fun show, and they did it again. Like, the... <laughs> he just wrote yes. He just wrote yes. <laughs> custom and jacket. And now owned by Brian Sauer, and he's sleeping with them. Like the cold slither stuff was so good. Did you uh, hear my? Did you hear my like my special thing I did for the show? I did. I enjoyed that. Um, no, I, you didn't shout that out. Yeah, sorry, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't shout out. You weren't there, so you don't deserve a shout out for true, for true. AR. You need true. to go. Is what you need to do. 
Oh, Charlotte Prime. Uh, that's me. Uh, I was stoked when Xandar got recognized. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was really good. It was good. He made it color change and everything. It was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Oh, he was saying, was it Cabbage Patch Zartan? <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah. Um, I'll just quickly say while you're talking about Assembly Required, Word Burglar and myself did a little collaboration for the little demo CD that Brian did for the show. He was handing out to, to people there at the show. And um, well, basically what it was was I, you know, we did a little kind of riff on um, uh, Cold Slither. Uh, so basically I did the beat utilizing some of the uh, the sample from that particular song. And Word Burglar did a wicked little verse and chorus. And we threw it on a little demo CD. And it went on with uh, the guys that did the Cold Slither remake as well, which is really cool. So they did the Cold Slither remake song on one side. And we did the rap remix, the hip hop remix on the other. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't, I'm not sure like how you're going to get to hear that. Um, I think... I think it's pretty much only for the people at the show, but we will be working on polishing it up and making it really cool for a possible release in the future. Um, so you will get to hear it eventually if you haven't uh, attended the show. But that was a lot of fun to do. As I understand, because one of the, my all, my other favorite things from the show was the Cold Slither t-shirt. I love that. I ended up buying two of them so I can wear one out and keep one nice. Nice. And I think that once they finish doing an inventory of them, they'll probably still have some online. So if you missed that or you liked it or you start seeing those around, I would definitely grab one of those because it's a really cool shirt. It has like the tour dates and stuff on the back. Wicked. There are all kinds of fun references. It's excellent. Yeah, definitely. Um, go All the links in the description for Codename Iowa on Facebook, Instagram, and so on and so forth. Go check them out, and uh, you'll be able to find all the information right there. And also CodenameIowa.com. Just go straight to the website. Um, la, da, 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 da. Leon says, I think it's pronounced Zandar. You're very funny, Leon, today. Very funny, indeed. Um, I've been enjoying your comments today. Um, Renegade Biker wants a full course video. It's going to happen. It's, it's going to have to happen soon, isn't it? We're going to have to do that. With that. It's going to be like food and G.I. Joe combined. Um, yeah, we'll work it out, mate. Um, cool. And Sherlock's going back, back next year, so you get to see the see Sherlock there as well brilliant Excellent. yes he, he should yeah I, I could tell he was having a good time and it was it was nice to see uh him there brilliant okay um my shout out do as good of a custom so that I have a chance next year <laughs> yeah <laughs> just just back up your custom dial it quality. back dial it back mate come on shout out to the family UK and US based and of course Kate and Phoebes who are right next to me at the moment um yeah from the hat from the uh the pre like the HQ before we change HQs. Yeah, we're moving. Can't cannot wow. wait. Really excited. Uh, we've got um, closing next week, and then once that's done, we can move in. So amazing stuff. Can't wait. Can't wait to set up the full force HQ. You know, like have an actual proper HQ, a proper studio, some cool like toys in the background. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Diana says hi. Kate can't, she's got headphones on. She can't hear anything that's going on right now. I'll tell her she said hi, Diana. No worries. Um, anyway, shout out to the fam. Shout out to Brian, who we've already shouted out, but he gets a face as well. So shout out to, to you know, to Brian. Oh, thank you, Leon. Very appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> Are you on a delay? Yeah. <laughs> she says hi back. Um, Leon, thank you so much for the super chat, mate. Really appreciate that. Cheers, fella. Love the banter. It's been fun. Today's been a good episode, Pat, hasn't it? It has been fun, yes. 
We're almost running into me needing to leave for work. I'm so sorry. Um, and uh, also, Marcus said on the upcoming full course video, making a lasagna. <laughs> or a lasagna, as it would actually be. Yeah, they both work. Fantastic, Mark. You're an absolute pun genius. And thank you, Leon, for the super chat, mate. We really do appreciate it. And all your comments have been absolute gold today. So thank you very much. Thank you to everyone in the comments. Love you guys. Travis as well says, Kate, Chris and Kate were missed. Oh, thank you, Travis. We love you, mate. Uh, and we'll, yeah, hopefully we'll see you guys next year. Anyway, um, a couple more things. A toy kind of mood. Travis Moody has done a great review of uh, General Hawk, classified figure. I think that's got to be, the, I think he's the first person to have it in hand, honestly. Amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, go check that out. Link in the description. And also just check Toy Kind of Mood out anyway. They're great. I really love all of the content they put out there. They're on a, they're, they're, they're good guys. Big shout out to the team, um, to Travis and the rest of you guys. Amazing stuff that you do. Um, also, this happened this morning. Yes, Pat, I posted an interview with ex-Hasbro legend Alex Russo. Shout out to Alex um, for jumping on and chatting with me. Now, Alex was the ex-G.I. Uh, Joe staff writer from like 86 to 91, and then again 99 to 2001. So he had like two very like different periods of G.I. Joe to deal with there, Pat. But uh, have you seen the interview yet by, by chance? I know you only, um, you only knew about it this morning. My sleep has been weird since I've been back. I've been, I had so many times where I had to go to, go to sleep for three hours and go back to work Ugh. since I've been home. Like I had, I took Monday off for travel. So I worked Monday. I, my normal day to work was Tuesday. So I worked almost a double Tuesday, I think. Right. Right. And then I had my normal day off Wednesday, so I worked that day. And then my other day was Thursday, and now it brings me to Friday. I've worked every day. And Damn. so like, I just keep on having like three hours of sleep, wake up and do stuff, three hours of sleep. I think I've slept two or three times since Wednesday. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, so I haven't watched it. I've not and, watched. Now you've, and now you've got to go to Blooming Work now. Sorry, man. Yeah, and then crash at some point when I get home. It'll be well, bad. anyway, it was really good. And I think you'll really enjoy it because there's a lot of like little you know, things yeah. that he talks about in there. Yes. Um, including the reason that I even had the hookup with Alex in the first place is because our realtor, John Blanchett, is an actual named character in the G.I. Joe like you know uh universe thanks to alex who obviously was putting all the sorts of friends and relatives and people as names in the uh in the cards and the file cards back in the day which is that's brilliant. amazing so much fun so yeah go check out that for all the details because there's a real serendipitous whole story about that which is great and also alex's whole time in the brand sounds really interesting and you know we talked about a lot of different aspects of his job it's really really cool so yeah check that out if you're fans of it anyway Oh, well, apparently Toy News International is showing Ripper in hand. Thank you, Leon. Um, there's some breaking news right at the end. So uh, just imagine we've talked about it. There you go. Done. Um, brilliant. That's it, I think. Um, that's it. Shout out to all of you guys in the comments, to everyone, all of our supporters, everyone, all patrons, all of you guys. I've got, um, hopefully got a um, Intel Live on Sunday. I'll try and uh, work that out for you guys. Um, and Pat, mate, thanks for jumping on as always, pal. Really appreciate it. Always fun to be on. Happy to be back. Big time. It was a good episode. I really enjoyed today. Um, I know it's way too long, but that's what you get. Uh, oh, and one more thing, Diana Davis, 301 next week. So we'll be talking issue 301 if you want to. Do, we could do like a little brief chat about 301 when, if you want to do that, Pat, next week. Yeah, I think that'd be a 
that'd be fun. I'm probably going to have to actually read it. I'm so far behind on comics. You're I think the read, last one I read was like 155. You're going to have to read 155 and a half. I have to read 156. All the way through I have to, a little bit of reading to do. All the way through to 301. My, uh, the comic it. shops around here have been bad. Really bad. That's, yeah. that's, well, that's another story for another time. We'll do that on the comics burst. Um, right then, thank you very much for joining us, guys. As always, uh, you know, stay fresh cheese bags. You know the drill. Um, you're right, Diana. There's a lot of covers to choose from in 301. My goodness. Um, we'll be back uh, for lots more content very soon. We've got Let's Talk Classified Norgahide around the corner. Um, hopefully another monthly, but it'll probably be more likely going to be December. But we'll see. We'll try and squeeze one out in November. And uh, lots more other cool stuff. Interview with Hasbro again. We've got Emily and Lenny on the show very soon. Again, for part two of that interview. Cannot wait for that. All very exciting. Pat, see you on the next one, buddy. Stay fresh cheese bags. And as always, after three, you know what to do. One, two, three. Full force. Amazing. See you later. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force